All right, so here we are back again for another episode of the Comprehensive Beatdown. Um, before we get started, kind of like we did last week, uh, I wanted to take a minute to tell you guys about a new place we are located on the internet and on your phones and stuff called satchelplayer.com. Uh-huh. Uh, I mentioned it last week. Uh, you can search for local podcasts, listen to all kinds of cool podcasts that are hosted there, mm-hmm. as well as make monetary contributions to your favorite podcast. So, um, and can, we are your favorite, and we are your favorite podcast. So you can send uh, money to us. I think it links up to your uh, PayPal account or something. So uh, check that out. Satchelplayer.com is a friend of ours doing that here in town, and uh, we are happy to be on there. And uh, looking yeah. to get some listeners and money out of the experience. Um, so, with that being said, let's uh, get into it. That's right. Uh, get into it, as in you know, start our podcast. Now. Right. Um, welcome back. Another week of the comprehensive beatdown. I'm Blaggy Bonilla. That would make me Silent G. And um, we are just rolling through these episodes. Um, this week we got a. a sp- I don't really call it a special episode, but if you knew who uh, these guys were back when they dropped um, dropped their album back in, I guess, 99, was it? 2000, no, 2000. I think, yeah. Um, since I Left You, um, it was a great album and, and really kind of a, um, a way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're an electro group out of Australia, a lot of samples. Um lot of really good samples yeah and they do some really good things with them Mm -hmm. um so the group is called the avalanches um they're from melbourne i believe australia um and um like i said they released it out back in 2000 they've got a new album called wild flower that Mm -hmm. just came out it actually it dropped on itunes a week early okay um so it's available there now it's supposed to come out this week Right. Um, on the eighth, I believe, and um, they, they dropped it early. Nice. So um, there's a lead single called Frank Sinatra was getting a huge, or Frankie mm. Sinatra was getting some huge. It really uh, was love, especially due to the sample doing, um, you know, with the calypso sound, right? Uh, sample and everything they had in there. I can't remember that artist's name right now. Houdini something. I don't have all the guests. Um. Well, I guess I could look it up here. Yeah, but anyway, looking for you. Um, Wilma Houdini, uh, Bobby Sox Idol was the name of the song. And it was like a little uh, call to Frank Sinatra back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty interesting song. I, I definitely say, uh, suggest you guys check it out when you get a chance. Yeah. Bobby Sox Idol by Wilma Houdini. Bobby if you Sox. go to keybeatalock.com, it's on there. I put it up there. A oh, yeah. Ago. One of the many places you're supposed to look at every week, at least once a week. That's right. What are we listening to? So this is um, a song called Hierarchical from the new um, Africans with Mainframes album. Um, Uh, Wow. Yeah, it's a Chicago duo and uh, kind of housey, as you can tell, but they mix up all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, it's pretty highly anticipated and depending on the circles of music you listen to. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. I've been enjoying it the past, I guess, week or two weeks, something like that. It's uh, on Soul Jazz Records, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool little label. And I think they're located in Chicago, maybe. Cool. I don't remember. Anyway. Definitely um, sounds Chicago. The group is from Chicago. I think the label might be too. So it's called Soul Jazz Presents Africans with Mainframes. So check it out. It's a pretty grimy uh, house. Not exactly what you would expect from Chicago house, but a bit of a grimier take on it. So yeah, Africans with mainframes, check that out. Um, I dig it. Yeah, it's cool. It's a really cool album. The whole album's cool. So, all right, well, let's get into the avalanches. What say you? Second album, 16 years after the fact. It's glad to have them, or glad to have them back. This little intro track here, I see, huh? Mm-hmm. Let me get the transition down. Oh, I believe in you. <laughs> oh, not really. No, you missed it. I did. But it's, it's okay. Fast. We won't hold it against you. No, please don't. Don't love me. What can I do? Just put on. 
a lot of great soul samples they got, man. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the first album, it's a lot of that too. But this album, they uh, they kill it. Yeah, I listened to the first one recently, but I have not listened to this one yet. I waited. You ready for it? Here it comes. Let's go! <laughs> this is uh, Because I'm Me featuring Camp Low. Yay. Oh, Which is smart. really cool because they sample Camp Low on the first album. Okay. On one of the I can't remember the name of the song, but it was like a it was like one of the one of the better songs on the album. Mm-hmm. And so this is kinda cool to see them, you know, work with these guys back yeah. you know, sixteen years. That's cool. Camp Low highly slept on, man. Oh, yeah. One of the best debut albums in hip-hop history. I agree. And uh, they really released some good music after that. They just got caught up in label politics and yeah. ended up signing a signing a deal with the label in Japan and that working out for them financially. And they really, I mean, that's kind of what they did. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't kind really. Kind disappeared um, over here, at least. Yeah. They were getting they were getting overseas money, man. Get they have something new out this year, don't they? I want to say it's on well, my Spotify, but I haven't gotten to it yeah, yet. Yeah, well, they've put out stuff with Pete Rock in the past. Yeah, um, they stayed like active. That. Oh yeah, Sonny Chiba and Gucci Suede. Yeah, first album's a classic. I got to I remember seeing them like right when that like the week that album dropped. Oh wow, Fox and Boulder. And I took a friend of mine, um, and he was. He was starting to get out of hip hop around that time. We were high school friends, uh-huh. and um, and uh, but he's like, "Man, you got to go to this concert." He's like, "I don't want to go," so I bought him a ticket and everything, and we went. And I think he's a bigger Camp Low fan than I am at nice. this point. Like, uh, but it show. was—I mean, it was a great show, man. They yeah. put on a hell of a show. One show to change the world. One show to rule them all. <laughs> No doubt. Of course, anybody you see at the Fox kind of like, you know, makes you feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the Fox. It is a great venue. It's a great venue for hip hop. Yeah. It, you've ne- you haven't lived if you haven't been to an eight, an all ages show and had the divider down the middle at the oh, Fox, yeah, you know, and, and people sneaking over to the other side. Forgot all about that. <laughs> Was hip hop shows were always all ages, like every yeah, time. Just to, well, I mean, they had to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had, had to pack be. that place out. We go to other stuff, and I forget what it was like when there was no divider in there. I'd be like, "Oh my god, what is this? Is awesome!" <laughs> Colorado Rapids changed their colors. I don't know. They not used to be maroon. I don't think so. I think they used to be like teal and like that blue color and yellow, maybe. Mm. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. I'm not hip to the game when it comes uh, to the. Really uh, All right, we're going MLS. into Frankie Sinatra. This is Frankie Sinatra, the first single from the album. Might have heard this song featuring before out uh, there. Danny Brown and MF Doom. Yeah, it's just so genius. I have Man, heard this song for sure. This song is so dope. Yeah. And if you've seen the video, the video is crazy. No, I've not seen it. I've seen it posted around, but I have not no, checked it. The video it is yet. crazy. It's also on KeepItLock.com. Man, it's just... So that good. bounce is so cool. Like, just... You don't get enough people sampling Calypso. I would agree with that. You'd figure a New Orleans artist would get that, like, you know, would, would coin that niche or whatever. Right. And Danny Brown on this is just great. This is genius. Ha, ha, ha. 
So the video, the premise is just like this carnival people, and they're drinking this like fluorescent green drink. It's just crazy, man. And uh, it makes them go crazy, and they're like hallucinating, and uh, it's it's wild. Sounds about right for these guys. It fits the song so well. I mean, it's just it's great. I don't want to say anything yeah. during Doom's verse. Sing Calypso like Farrakhan. That's good stuff. I think his um, his random guest appearances are always the best. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, just comes out of left field. Can just ride so just about any beat. Yeah, perfectly. With that. Ah. Well done, MF. Yeah, him and Danny Brown are both such good guest spots. That's cool to put them on the same yeah. song. All right, Here we are to, to track four, Subways. So I was reading part of the reason for their hiatus was one of the members was sick, yeah. right? Yeah, I just read that today. He couldn't do music for a while. Yeah. And it kind of hit us, for, or hit the hit us. It kind of hit out of nowhere with the song. Mm-hmm. They just released. The, um, <clears throat> I think it was last year. Danny Brown tweeted something about working with these guys, right? And recorded some music with them. He's on two tracks on the album, by the by the way. Oh, nice. But um, and so everybody, everybody was kind of like, what? Yeah. You know. <clears throat> and then um, and then uh, it just dropped out of nowhere. The right. song did. And so, I mean, I I like it. I, I think it works with the group. I mean, for them to be gone for so long, why not just drop it out of nowhere right. and, and, and just, you know. And it built up some organic hype around that. Yeah, it did. to be really smart. And the album kind of takes you on a, like a, this weird little trip, you know, like they, they go through these different musical genres and these set, like the way they do the samples and everything. It's really cool. Yeah. samples so you can you know they can list to what they actually say what they are everything you know it's probably a very expensive which, album which is something they did with their first album too they released like all the samples in like a mix mm-hmm. um which is really cool Shout because out of chemists have done that before yeah because it was really um obscure so the way they were able to mix it together right so, i mean it's a really cool really cool um but yeah of course that's a that's a you know j5 thing you know cut chemist right yeah, the brain freeze mix and stuff yeah. like that. That's a cool song. It's a good album, man. Yeah, I like it so far. All right, here's number five, Going Home. 
And the nice thing is, too, it nothing, um, nothing just lingers too long. The songs are all about the right length right. and everything. And um, we we're talking earlier. There's 21 songs on the album, but yeah. it's only 59 minutes long. So you know, every you get a good. You're averaging less than three minutes. Yeah, good stuff. Sample albums or sample-based albums like this tend to do that because it's just it's just stringing together yeah. so many ideas. Yeah. And you want to get all those cool ideas out, you know. So shorter songs are uh, usually a good way to go about that. And then people can remix these however they see fit. Yeah. You know? I think we have a Frankie Sinatra remix working for Physics for Poets. Really? I haven't worked on it yet. Austin's been working on it. Nice. We're supposed to be doing that soon. I like it. Yeah. Cool song. It's perfect for a DJ set, though. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our little disco interlude. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of that. Let's uh, go into the next track, which is if I, uh, if I was a folk star, starring, starring, starring. <laughs> featuring Toro Imwa. Oh, interesting. He's not gonna sing, is he? He's gonna sing, isn't he? Yeah, he's gonna sing. That's okay. No hate. definitely sounds like an avalanche song featuring Toro Imoa, <laughs> which is good. That's not, not a bad thing. I don't know. I'm just irritated with that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that last spark when you did. started, but now you're just garbage. Yeah. But this is chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, I kind of want him to. Car car sound effects. I like it. There we go. There he is. There we go. It's not bad, though. It's not over there. It's not not beating you over the head with it or not. Nah, it's okay. I'm being positive. No, you're not. No, I am. You're really. appearing positive for the sake of. Uh... No, I look very negative. I'm sounding, <laughs> sounding positive. No, this is cool. No, I was kind of ready to hear him sing by the time the song was moving along. I would have gotten someone else to sing, but hey. That's me. <laughs> But no, not bad at all. This is a cool song. He's going, they're going for the pitchfork uh, crowd. This is how you get it right here, man. Yep. No doubt. With this dingleberry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably skip this track on subsequent listens. Not that it's bad, but I'm not driving around to listen to this. You no. Know? No, Toromwa is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just... I don't know. I think he overstayed his welcome a little bit. But hey. Well, he didn't over. I don't think he's overstayed his welcome so much as he came in the house. He was really cool. Um, you're getting along great. And then, you know, you, you know, everybody went to bed. You woke up the right. next morning and the house was just trash. Changed everything. Just he changed everything. Rearranged your furniture. Yeah. Rearranged your furniture. 
so there's good. three Blu-rays or D or DVDs, depending on where you're at, stand out with those things. <laughs> missing, Gone. but you don't know what they are. Right. You know, because you haven't cataloged in a while. They're just three missing. But they're just three missing. Uh, you're pretty sure one of them's Akira, and the other one is Cat and Dog, Cats and Dogs. Okay. Um, and the third one is a mystery to you still. Speaking of missing DVDs, we couldn't find our copy. Are we? I either. We never had one, or I just always assumed we did. We wanted to watch Fear and Loathing yesterday mm-hmm. for America, but uh, we couldn't find a copy of it anywhere, <laughs> so I don't remember, like, I, I can't tell you the last time I've seen a copy of it. It's just yeah. one of those movies you're like, oh, we'll just get it out of the DVD thing. There's one in there, you know? And yeah. It wasn't. Really weird. I would say you could borrow mine, but I don't have it either. Yeah. That's, somebody, I just loaned it. To, I'm, I was the worst with DVDs, just like yeah. handing them out. Ugh. I, I think um, Offbeat got the graphic novel in. They did. I thumbed yeah. through it uh, last weekend. It's it really pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, not heard of it before until I was standing by that rack. Uh, this is On week. to Colors featuring Jonathan Donahue. No relation to Phil. I played Little League with a guy named Jonathan Donahue. Did you? Was it this guy? No. Oh. I doubt it. No, definitely not. Oh, we're losing again. Ooh. Not looking good for the Royals. That's the bottom of the third, six to nothing. Yeah, we've been giving up some runs early. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of runs. Anyway. Hey, what are you going to do? Plenty of do? baseball left. Hey, to play. we won the World Series last year, and we were there the year plenty, before that. Plenty left to be played. No question. And you just don't repeat in the uh, MLB. Nah, that shit's difficult. So this is Colors. You should have had Ice-T on this song. That would have been awesome. Should have had Ice-T singing on oh, this yeah. song. Oh, yeah. Doing exactly what wonder what you would have to pay Ice-T to sing on the song. I bet not much. Probably not much. I bet. He, I mean, he's got all that law and order money, man. Yeah. He, don't need, he don't need your money. I don't think he really... I think he does a lot of jobs for not much money for each job. Yeah. So I think he's used to getting paid not much. And that's why he has to do so much shit. So, yeah, probably a pretty good bargain. Obviously not as cheap as these guys, because or whoever he has on this, uh, or whoever they have on this track, because I yeah, know they would have thought of Ice T before we I'm did. Pretty sure Donathan or Donathan Jonahue. <laughs> Donathan Jonahue. I like that better. <laughs> uh, Donathan Jonahue. Um, Damn, do you see the? I'm sorry, real quick. The All Star team for the Mays. It's the, the Cubs. Yeah. It's literally five the, Cubs. The whole the, infield of the, the Cubs. The whole infield is the Cubs. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Are they that good? Yeah, they are. Wow. The Giants are really good, too, though. For They, they only the have Buster Posey. Um, I guess. I mean, that's a really good. Yeah. I, that's insanity. Yeah, you know, the Royals had a bunch last year. That's but, right. you know, then it kind of teetered off towards the end. They had eight, at, all eight at one point, I think. Yeah, they had eight. Eight out of the, eight out of the nine position players. Wow. Fan voting. Fan vote. Oh, that was a strike. Oh, get it. Get it, Ross. There you go. All right. Mm. Dude, I wanted to be, I want to be a major league coach so bad just to get thrown out of games. I think I'd do epic things like Sparky Anderson used to do or Lou Pinella. And um, minor league coaches, too. Oh, my God. No, they're the best. That shit is so Because they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So they're just, they're just a-holes for no reason. No one's paying attention to them anyway. All right, so we're on to Zab. Damn it. Number eight. Um, Philip would have won a long time. It's like a short little interlude here. Or not short, but looks to be quiet. Vibe out. This vibe is a good out. vibe out album. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. So the Royals got a couple starters. Yeah, we got Salvi and uh, Hosmer. We got some injuries, man. We're 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 a little banged up, but it's okay. Is this Zap? Yeah, this is Zap. Zap. With zap. An exclamation. Next up is another really cool uh, 
really cool uh, track. Really cool little track. Sounds like we're changing moods here. Yeah, changing just a little bit. Just vibe out. Wah, 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 wah. Or the avalanches. Just vibe out. Welcome to Halfway Through the Avalanches album. <laughs> the only bad part about flying is having to come back down. That's a good point. That's right. That is a really good point, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Wise beyond your years, you little whoever you are. <laughs> All right, getting into number nine, The Noisy Eater. Featuring Biz Marquis and Jean-Michel Bernard. I'm glad I didn't have the uh, guests listed on my thing. It's fun to hear them said each time. Yeah. Don't even know what to expect. Once upon a time, I noisy. was a noisy eater. It's uh, Jerry Lewis right there, folks. I'm hungry. I want something to eat. This is great. A song about breakfast cereal. Love it. Okay. Yep. That's just great idea for a song. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. It also features a uh, <clears throat> a version of "Come Together" by a children's choir. Yeah, I caught that at the tail end yeah. there when it kind of came through a little bit. Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane did not write this verse for Bismarck. Oh, no. <laughs> you got. How the hell were they able to clear that sample? Shit. Well, let's see. I don't know. Classic samples in here, though. Good stuff. Great, now we put our closer on the DL. Ouch. <sighs> Baseball. This song is fantastic. Yeah. Beautiful. It takes you on so it's like a dis it's a Disney ride. It is Could a you Disney imagine ride. like you're in a teacup, like going around like a table yeah. in a Disney ride, like I can and Bismarcky is at the end of the table, you know. Animated Bismarcky, you know, so he just keeps going like this. Have they made a video for that song? No. But it should I've... be him as like the um, operator of a fair ride. And oh, it's like yeah. going around and he's like cuts to him yeah. rapping like with a hat on and oh stuff. Oh my God. You know, eating a corn dog or something. That'd oh my God. Great. Get these guys, get the avalanches on the phone. Yeah. This is the uh, the title track, Wildflower. Um, short little, short, short little ditty. Short guy. Man, they should make that video. I think that's a great idea for that video. We could do it at the state fair next year or this oh, yeah. year. <laughs> that, Bismarck, he might be performing at the state fair this year. Right, he might be working there. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I'd go into whatever he was selling at the fair. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm buying what you're selling, Biz. No doubt. Make the music with your mouth, Biz. <laughs> All right. Into number 11. This is Harmony. Harmony. Any guests on this one? No. Oh. A weird um, K-Slay sample, though. Okay. We have to talk about Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have to. 
Seems apropos. I mean, um, if that means we should, then yes. Yeah. Um, I have. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I think we probably brought it up on the podcast before about him leaving and going to Golden State. Probably. Uh, I know we've talked about it before on the deck. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with it at all. I really, I just don't get it, really. Like, it's kind of, it's weird, you know? It's like like when you consider, like, playoffs last year and Durant, what he could sign next year. Just when I think about him, like, I think there's better places for him to go. Um, and I think there's uh, not a guarantee that this is going to work, you know? It's like just such a weird move well, with, with the one year before. And I think that's why he signed year. one, like the one year uh, with the option. One and one. Um, my thing is I thought Boston long-term was a better fit because yeah. they have a great young team. And they really, they're just a couple pieces away from being just a solid, great basketball They've team. They've done a good job getting it that way, yeah. too, the front office. And um, stuff. Yeah. He obviously doesn't care about the money because if he cared about the money, right. he'd stay in Oklahoma City because that's where, over the long term, that's where he'll get the most return yeah. on his money. Um, or that's where he'll get the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought San Antonio, but I, here's my thing about San Antonio. Um, Duncan's all but retired. Right. Um, Parker's a year or two away from retired. Manu's gone, most likely. Right. Um, I just don't... Uh, Popovich will field a good team no matter what. Yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, But I I like this move just simply because it's... You didn't... Nobody expected it to happen. I mean, you really right. didn't. I thought, I wish, I wanted it to happen because I really want. I like this, and I like the fact that the NBA has gotten to the gotten to the point where the players have taken all the power away from the owners. Oh yeah, that's and, what all this money is about, right and, now. Um, too. I really like that. Yeah, and I'm all for that. And so, if Durant feels like going to Golden State is his best choice, mm-hmm. he deserves the, he deserves the right to do the, to well, the, to make that choice. The union's been fighting for them to be able to do exactly this slowly and methodically yeah. for years, and now it's kind of come to bear. Yeah, this is what they wanted to be able to do. You know, yeah. all this and, big money is them just getting more money from the owners, and the owners wanted to give up to them. You yeah, know, people are like this is ruining the league. It's like actually the players are making like way more money that's the owners used to make or should yeah. or could have made. Yeah. You know? So yes, brilliant. Like what the this is what we've been building towards, you know, um, this is kind of what all those collective bargaining agreements slowly work towards. So yeah, I'm all for it. It's just it just seems so strange to, that but one, I think this one of the is, best players in the league goes to join the team that beat him in the playoffs a year before. Yeah, I mean, that's just, and that, that that's, that's, that's very strange. But that's here's not the a thing: good sentence. here's the thing with Durant now is that goal, that Oklahoma City was blowing up no matter what. They had already sent Serge Ibaka. Russell Westbrook's yeah. not coming back. Oh, it doesn't God, no. care if Dur- it doesn't matter if Durant's there or not. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook cares about being the best player on the team and being the face yeah. of the team, and that's it. He doesn't care about winning. He doesn't care about he bet he cares about how good Russell Westbrook is. He doesn't. I don't think he gives one one damn about winning a game. And um and that's fine. He's going to end up in the, with the Lakers, and they're going to win 33 games for the next five right. or six years. And and uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think, the I think this shows anything more than anything how quickly Durant wanted to get away from Westbrook. Absolutely, and, and I, I think and they're I buddies that. and all, but I don't. I, they I think don't that, like playing with each other. Yeah, I think that's absolutely, and I think it plays into into a little bit. Um, I just saw a flash up there, and I thought about this yesterday. Going to Golden State takes pressure off of Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. It takes a lot of pressure off Steph Curry because he doesn't have to be the face of the franchise now. I think they just said on that text yeah, that's that what he I'm said, saying. I don't care who is the face yeah. of the franchise. Yeah, that's awesome. Because he doesn't have to be. Nah. Like, Kevin Durant could go in and be the guy. Yeah. And then it, it allows – and, man, can you imagine? They can't double team all three of those guys. Oh, no. The math just doesn't work. Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't field six guys on the right. court. And then they go out and get um, – and then they go out and probably going to sign David West to a one-year contract. Yeah, I said that was um, pretty close to being done. That's funny, David so, West. So, um, I mean, he'll be a role player off the uh-huh. bench. Um, I think he only played like game. twenty. I think he only played like twenty minutes a game last yeah. year for San Antonio. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, man. I, I love it for the I'm league. I'm all for it. I'm all for the league going to like becoming like fantasy basketball, where everybody every couple years changes up and they should have to change just every goes. week. That would be awesome. Just, just yeah, every week you got a salary cap. Um, uh-huh. 
Yeah, man. I just, I like it. You know, I, I get tired of these sports where these these athletes are obvious. If you look at the NFL, man, for what those guys go through and everything, and sure they make a lot of money, and I get that. Oh yeah. But I mean, you're talking about guys that I mean throw their physical health for the rest of their lives away. You oh know, yeah, for, they played for the a little bit of, of money. Suicidal. And they talk, and you know, they make they make plenty of money, but you know, they get taxed to death on it. And so I mean, at the, at the end of the day. Unless you're very, very smart with that money, what the league doesn't really tell you how to do that. Yeah. You know, they tell you a little bit, but, you know, I mean, you just don't, you know, you don't you don't hold on to it. So, if, I mean, for these guys to get paid like, the way they're getting paid, and it's insane yeah. that, like, guys like Della Dover are getting $36 million Did he sign because, yeah, with Milwaukee? Oh, well, Milwaukee, I mean, um, they made him an offer. Cleveland said they're not going to match him. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's they, the no-brainer of the century yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, right? he's going to make... He's making just as much as Miami was offering Dwayne Wade. Right. Yeah. What? Dwayne's going to end up staying in Miami, I think. Uh, I think most likely. I think Cleveland the only place... doesn't have the money for him. Yeah. He wants the money right yeah. now. He, he doesn't care anymore. He just wants to get the fucking money. And get that I think fit. Cleveland has like 3.4 a year for him, and he wants yeah. like 25. He know, wants... Which he deserves. That's fine. But Yeah, he, he does. He wants a two-year, 50 million. Yeah. I'd go play in New York for that or something. He would probably um, – I think he's kind of fed up with Miami. I think yeah. he's, they're losing a lot of players down there. Mm-hmm. Um, if he wants – if they'll give him that 50, though, I'd stay there just because there's less taxes. Yeah, yeah. There. If they give him the 50, of course he stays in Miami where he's comfortable but and people love him. I don't him. think they're going to give him that 50. But uh, I, think he's, I think he's probably Western Conference bound. Um, okay. I know Denver's offering all the money. Oh, that'd be and hilarious. who else is offering the money? I mean, teams that he's not gonna. Denver will actually probably field a pretty decent squad. Yeah, they might make the. They might sneak into the playoffs next year. Go Nugs. Um, they've done a pretty good job of building a, a young team. Um, I think they're a couple seasons behind Boston as far as everything goes. Yeah, I think they're way behind Boston. I would um, say. But I thought Bo- I didn't think Bo- I didn't think Boston was gonna be this good this soon. Um, I, would probably, I thought, I thought last year. I thought. Two I thought, seasons ago. Yeah, I thought it was going to take them a couple more seasons yeah. to get to get. Um, you know, I thought they'd be, I thought they'd be a good solid playoff team this season. Mm-hmm. I did not see last season happening yeah. at all. And uh, but that shows you how one player can change everything because they basically added Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. And, it feels um, good. Yeah, it, I mean, just yeah. Yeah, this I like is to see uh, them do good. Is this which one is this? Is this live underwater? No, that was the last one. Oh, so this is the Wazard of Is? So that is spelled right. I was wondering if that was a misspell. Yeah, this on is the one. This list. is the other one with Danny Brown on it. The Wazard of Is. little track here called Over the Turnstiles. There it is. 
another short little thing here. Let's see if I can get it to go right into the next song like it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. I got one right. I'm one, one for one so far today. Let's see. Oh, this is going to be tough, I, I bet. Know. That was good. That was Whoa. perfect. I didn't even edit that. That was uh, a... <laughs> two, two for one. Or two and one. Two and one. That was really good. That was good. That was better than I thought it was going to be. That's why you're the professional. <laughs> this is Sunshine. Featuring Leave It All Behind behind Me sample from The Fuzz. The Fuzz. The Fuzz. This is a very summery song. Oh, yeah. So Venus and Serena are both in the semifinals of Wimbledon. Are they? They're not playing each other yet, I don't think. I saw one of them had a tough match in the first round. Yeah, they both uh, made Serena, it Serena, maybe? She lost a set or two, I think. You know, Venus is 36 <laughs> years old. All right, I got I to gotta say this real quick. <clears throat> This guy tweeted, Warriors fans don't have to worry about being hypocrites for bashing LeBron to Miami and welcoming KD because they weren't NBA fans in 2010. Heyo. 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 That's good. That is true. You guys weren't. Uh, but just don't pretend you were and it'll be all good. Yeah. Well, you, you wonder who's even paying for commercials anymore. Nobody watches this crap. I know. Car companies, apparently. Infinity. Yeah, they, that's because they've got so much damn money. Yeah. And they charge you for all that advertising money. Oh, so you got to spend yeah. it somewhere. On advertising. That's brilliant. Yeah. I want an Infinity. It's, yeah. That's a cool looking car. Yeah, me too. It's probably about 75 grand. Yeah. But it's worth every penny. Until next year, right. when it's not. I feel sorry for the. Well, I don't feel sorry for them, but all these people that bought like luxury cars a year before they put Wi-Fi in luxury cars—that's mm. gotta <laughs> suck. Like, fuck! I could have waited one year. I find Wi-Fi to be called ridiculous, and this is just isn't me. The, I've never uh, experienced it before. But so. I mean, they charge you so much for for the data. And then you end up, like, if you stream a movie, that's like 1.2 gigs or whatever. So what is it basically, like an LTE connection, like a cell connection yeah. or something? Yeah, so you can basically okay. watch, like, three movies a right. month on there for, like, 40 bucks. Sense. Okay, so yeah. really? I don't think so. It's for your kids to be able to Facebook in the car, I guess. Yeah. You're not be watching goddamn Netflix back there. <laughs> You're not using up my anytime minutes on that shit. This is lighted up. Stair steps. That's beautiful. It's almost uh, all star time. Oh, yeah. Just about when nobody cares. Oh, it's Monday, is it? Home run derby, I see. Yeah.
lovely. All right, going on. It is into a nice little ditty. Kaleidoscope lovers. Mm-hmm. Any guests on this one? No, no guests. Who doesn't love a kaleidoscope? I know, right? Only very horrible people. So in tennis, is it is it bad etiquette to yell after you get after you ace somebody? You got served. Um, I think it is. It's a very classy sport. You couldn't do that at Wimbledon. You can maybe do it at uh, the U.S. Open. Man, you know? What about the Australia Open? Look, probably. I guarantee you could do it at the Australia Open. Um, the American one or the U.S. Open is always the rowdiest of the four because um, it's in New York and it's at night. You know, at the end yeah. of the summer. Somebody sh- across the street's yelling to turn the light, the you know, dim the lights and oh, shut yeah. up. And- oh yeah, Wimbledon's classy as fuck. Australian's definitely the second, like least classy after the. Uh, that guy's US. taking a selfie. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, not very is. classy. I bet he paid probably like a million dollars a year to have those seats to the Wimbledon. Yeah, I want to go the- to Wimbledon so bad. That looks like fun. I'm sure it is. So do you got to wear all white? I noticed everybody's always wearing white. The uh, players have to have to wear yeah. white. Agassi, that's what, that's, what, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Agassi challenged it a little and, bit, you yeah. know. And um, but they won't even. I think they won't even let you play. Like you have to have all your wardrobe like checked ahead of time or whatever. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. And that's again what's so fun about the Australian in the U.S. is this like flam- more flamboyant kind of style, yeah. more colors and stuff coming out. Yeah, I can't imagine Agassi went for that very well. Now there's like a, it's literally like a percentage. It can be non-white for like logos and stuff, but that's essentially it, you know. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you see, most of them have pretty small logos on them. Yeah. Gotta keep it classy. Oh yeah, man. Playing on the grass. I mean, I'm surprised. We should. I mean, shouldn't the world have boycotted uh, Wimbledon this year? I guess so. I guess it kind of exists in its own little world, you know. I'm sure it does. And I, I just say that being. Kind I wonder, of, like, you if, know, what's your Wimbledon, like average Wimbledon, like attendee? I wonder what they voted on, like which side of the thing they voted on in Brexit. They probably voted for the exit, huh? Probably for if it's as they're rich. Yeah. Yeah, soccer fans played to stay or voted to stay. Probably. Yeah. Tennis fans are like, nope. Yeah. Fuck this shit. We're out. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> oh, think not. Oh, she got a little color there in the interview, though. Well done, Venus. Yeah, you can uh, wear some more uh, colors in the uh, interview process. In the press junkets. The press tent. <coughs> nice backhand. Nice backhand. Venus is so awesome. I can't believe she's still so good. All right, so that's the end of Kaleidoscope Lovers into I like it. Step Kids featuring some girl and a guy. Is that the name of their group? <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Jennifer Harima and Warren Ellis. Okay. I'm not familiar with these two. Some guy um, and some girl. Some guy and some girl. We apologize if you're listening. Um, Warren Ellis is a member of uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh. I don't know who Jennifer is. That's she some is, more uh, pitchfork pandering right there. Oh, yeah. She is uh, part of a rock group called the Royal Trucks. Okay. T-R-U-X. Yeah. See, that's a very pitchfork thing as well. Absolutely. Got to know who your audience is. Yeah, that's cool, though. People, uh, Royal Trucks is pretty appreciated, I think. I don't know that I've ever heard of them. This is the indie rock song. Yeah. I like it. So you think Gabriel Union's gonna want to move to like Denver or anything? Nah. They'll yeah. have a long distance relationship. I don't think so. And this Brian Windhorse guy, he is just all over the fucking place. You know? Yeah. Good for him. Writing books about LeBron, traveling the globe, talking about basketball. Just do it. Just living it up. Amazing. Living the life. Uh, the life that I should be living. Uh, I wish that would rule.
this is a cool song. Dun, dun, dun. Even though I'm not familiar with the artist. Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. So, event-wise, coming up this weekend, we will be on vacation, or I will be on vacation. Nice. So I'm not doing shit in Jackson. Um, but what you should do if you're in Jackson is Friday night is the Kid Robot release thing at Offbeat, mm-hmm. the Kid Robot and Andy Warhol yep. thing. Yep. They're releasing toys that night, new blind boxes, I think. So that's uh, Friday night at Offbeat. And Friday night, the Vibe Doctors are playing at uh, Finian's. And what could be one of their last shows for several months, um, because the drummer's wife is um, having a baby soon, so they're not going to be playing for a while. Um, so yeah, that's Friday night. Do you know what's going on Saturday night? I didn't. Uh, I don't think anything is. Uh, let me look here. But this uh, this will be up by Thursday. Thursday night, I encourage people to come down to Cups and Fondren um, and check out. Uh, the New Blood Jackson show. Oh, yeah, Thursday's uh, Fonda's, yeah, okay. Yeah, so as part of Fonda's first Thursday, we got, uh, they got a cup, several artists playing, one of which is one of the newest artists on uh, our record label called Clouds and Crayons. So check that out, but all of your uh, favorite um, Jackson podcasters will be live over there. We'll be recording segments and stuff like that while they're playing. So come uh, say hello to us down there. That's Thursday. Um, Founders first Thursday at Cups, but uh, Token Talk, um, local elsewhere, uh, all the podcasts we've been working with recently that are um, too numerous to name at this point, I guess. But yeah, we'll all be down there together. So come check us out Thursday night. That's uh, July seventh, and uh, I think that's all we got for the weekend. Um, so you're watching that video that guy dressed fully in Jordan gear. Yeah, yeah, that shit's really funny. Um, all right, so that's the next last song. Let's go on to the last one called uh, Saturday Night Inside Out. Any guest on this song? Yes. Uh, I want to say I, I like that last song a lot. They really nailed that uh, indie it's rock vibe. So that was cool. Yeah, um, David Berman is a, uh, also an indie rock guy. David Berman, okay. Berman. And um, uh, Father John Misty, um, mm. Jay Tillman, uh, another indie rock guy from. Uh, <clears throat> Father John Misty is super hip. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of wrong of us to categorize all these guys as indie rock guys, but that's the best we can do. Like, well, I mean, I that's what they're. I mean, that's what they're categorized yeah. as. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if y'all want subgenres when it comes to indie rock stuff, kiss my ass. Yeah, I can't do that with indie rock. I mean, I don't. Just I don't listen to any any indie rock, so I can't. I can't help you there. So I'm sorry. I'm the now. I'm the jerk. I'm the jerk now. I was just saying, you know. You know. There's a lot no. of different. No, you said it, but they were implying it. Ha. Nah, that was all me. Hey-o. Um, no, but yeah, I have no idea. So, I call a lot of things indie rock. Oh, I do too. Um, and it might not even be indie rock, and I still might call it indie rock. Yeah. It's kind of like my catch-all. This is an interesting end of this album. To put these two tracks, which kind of have a similar feel to them, right next to each other at the yeah. end. This could have worked in the middle of the album, I think. This Absolutely. Song. Yeah, it could have. That's cool. But as this track goes on, we got one more track to play for you guys after this. This is the last one on the album. Um, my final thoughts. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's good. a little too long. Um, but I think you could probably shave off four or five songs song and, and, yeah. and still accomplish what they were trying to I think accomplish. It, yeah, and I really like it. I think we. I, I don't remember if we said this on when we recorded, but sample-based albums like this, you want to get all these great ideas yeah. down. So that's why there's some really short tracks. You just say, hey, check out this idea. And then more fully developed songs. Yeah. Um, I would have almost just put on the fully developed songs and left the bits and pieces parts to use later to record yeah. B-sides and live tracks and stuff like that. But that's a very small argument. It's not a long album. Um, it does drag just a little bit. Um, but I like these last two songs, though. I thought they were different from everything else on there. And I, I'll dig what yeah. they do with them. So, yeah. Um, I definitely give it an A. I think it's a fantastic album. Um even the Toro Imoa singing was all right. Wow. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> so that's my thoughts. Yeah. 
happy to see him back. It's been too long. Yeah, it's a good album. I re- recommend it. I think it'll probably be probably be top twenty come the end of the year. I'll see it um, on some lists, definitely. I think. Um, I don't know how how high. I never make a list. I always just put my favorite albums together and just yeah. kind of do that. But, I started uh, working on my mid-year list the other day. You? It was hard. You put a lot of work into that, and that's yeah. more work than I'm willing to do. I do put a lot of work into that. So you, you should be applauded for it. No. Um, so um, everybody applaud uh, Silent G next time you see him for putting into so much work into his uh, end of year list. I do it for everyone else, but only like three people give a shit. So. Yeah. Well, those three people count, though. Yeah. You know. And I'm one of those three people. <laughs> well, those three people, those two people and you count. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. I don't want to tell you who the other two people are. I don't want uh, to embarrass them. Nah, it's fine. Well, none of the rest of them are in the house. No, so. that's true. It's Rufus. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, it is Rufus? It's Rufus. I guarantee and Esther. Training Esther. Yeah, you're training care. Esther to care. <laughs> yeah. Because she has a very not caring look on her face most of the time. She does. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'll. Uh, this album will probably be in some list that I make for sure. Yeah. I think so. I dig it. I think it should be. Um, all right, so this comes to an end. Uh, I'll have the link up for you to check them out and uh, read up the story on them and stuff. It's a really interesting story about what had happened to them and um, why it took so long to get the album out and things like that. And probably by next week, we'll have a pitchfork review to bitch about. Um, Yay. Back, going back to our roots. All right, to finish this out. To, go for, back to, our roots. <laughs> to finish this out for the day. We hate you, pitchfork. Um, we have a track from local artist and friend of ours named Rashad Street. Uh, this is called the Official, Official, featuring Dollar Black. Featuring Dollar Black, one of my favorite rappers, Jackson. But I haven't listened to this yet either. I was wanting to wait. Yeah. Uh huh. Don't get it confused. I won't. What's up? Back up with that back up. Hope your boys don't act up, cause I'm on one and I'm amped up. Why you niggas said they sleeping on me? I'm G'd up with the sleeping homie. I've been here and I've been real. Can't fuck around with the so. phonies. Uh, I still don't really see They might want to be careful with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rock, dudes. Don't play. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, though. It works. So move around. I'm grabbing food with all the nigga placing. Hope they try to come and shut me down. I'm back in the bitch. I loaded the clip, I'm holding the grip. I guess at this point you'd probably want to get sued because you know people listen to your song. But Rashad Street, a good friend of uh, of ours, and uh, kind of a one of the long-standing Jacktown folks for sure now. You know, Um, kind of been working a lot with this younger generation, like Dollar Black. I love Dollar Black. But I have the link up so you can check this out. It's um, good stuff. Yeah, it's the first single on an. Is it, is it his upcoming project? Or I think so. I didn't hit yeah. him up to ask him anything about it. I should have. Yeah, um, I should have gotten some words from him. We'll uh, talk to him and tell you what he says next time. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I could probably pull it up. Rashad Street song, especially with Dollar Black on it. Um, I'll put a link up there. So if you're not familiar with Rashad Street, check him out. Um, he's from the you know Fitchild, James Crow, 730 generation. Yeah, we're the old folks now. I've been old, man. Way old. I'm just starting to feel it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. That's official by Rashad Street. Check it out. Uh, I think that's all we got. We did our events. You know, to check us out at a bazillion different places now on the internet. Dope Media Network, Twitter, uh, dot com backslash Comp Beatdown, 
Facebook, um, Facebook, Comprehensive Beatdown, SatchelPlayer.com. Yeah, SatchelPlayer, DopeMediaNetwork.com, KeyBDLock.com. Come see us Thursday. Uh, come see us at uh, Cups and Fondren. Yeah. And uh, I'll be driving carts around so you guys can come find me driving carts. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. What time cool. are you starting at? I don't know yet. All right, oh, we need to talk about o'clock. that. I think I'm doing it from 7 to 9. Okay. But I don't know. All right, well, look for the golf cart and look for cups, and yeah. you'll find us around there. But as always, thanks for listening. Um, check out, definitely give the Avalanches another spin all the way oh, through yeah, with some headphones on. It's going to be good on vinyl. Yeah. I think it comes out on vinyl I this Friday. I sell a shitload of they vinyl better. copies of that, yeah. Um, cool. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us. That was episode 61. Not only are we getting old, the podcast is getting old, it too. Is. In more ways than one, probably, <laughs> for most of you. So, um, uh, you got to live with it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but do check us out on satchelplayer.com so you can send us money. Um, that's our big thing. It comes right to the PayPal. It's quick and dirty, just like the Old Testament. It's all good. Um, so... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> um, all right, cool. We'll check us uh, out. Um, until next time, I'm Silent G. I'm Blackie Bunia. And we're Conference of E-Down. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.